0: Welcome back to I Am Next Generation Youth Ministry Podcast. This is Taquan McNight. and I pray each and every single one of you is having a blessed day and a blessed week. And I pray that all is going well with your heart and life. Now we've been dealing with the issue of the sermon series, Who Do You Think You Are? Just Be You. Now we've already covered the concept that it is okay to feel awkwardly comfortable just being who God created you to be and you don't have to be like nobody else. Then we looked at last podcast on the issue of you don't have to give in to the world system. You don't allow the world to change your beliefs and values. We all have values and principles that we live by, and we must be bold and true to them. In other words, be true to the value and principles that God has placed within your heart and life. And I would like to conclude today's podcast series with the title of the message, Is It Wrong to Have Labels? Is it wrong to have labels? And if you have your Bibles, please turn and go with me to Romans chapter 12, beginning in verse 4. Romans chapter 12 and verse 4, it says, Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. And the reason why I want to speak to you on this subject because it is important to understand and realize that we are created in his image. So we gotta to learn to be true to ourselves. Have you ever used a label before? Have you ever used labels for anything? You see, labels can be used for great use. You can label food, your office, supplies, your mail, many things. Uh, tough word dishes, containers, and everything. It's helpful when you use labels because when organizer or identifying things that belong together, things will not be out of order and chaotic. But however, sometimes we make the mistake of labeling people. What about you? Has there ever been a time in your life in which you labeled somebody without understanding them properly? Or how about this scenario? Have you ever felt that people misunderstood you? You see, most of the time we're just trying to help sort out who everyone is and what group they spend time with. But there's a problem when it comes to labeling people. Or have you ever felt like people didn't actually know the real you? You see, when you get labeled only by what is seen on the outside, by the way you dress, who you hang out with, or what activities you're involved in, People don't necessarily see the full picture of who you really are. You see, sometimes we try to help sort out who everyone is with and who they spend time with. But when you label someone accidentally or intentionally, it will cause and stir up a lot of problems. Someone's like, has that ever happened in your lifetime? Absolutely. It has happened to me on several occasions where people had labeled me and everything else, but the point in the matter is that when you get labeled by only by what is seen on the outside, people don't see the full picture of who you really are. In fact, we have to ask ourselves the question, being labeled by the world or being labeled by God? The answer is very obvious. We must always be labeled by God himself. Because God is the one that created us in his image and in his likeness. You see, a healthy self-esteem is important because some of us think too little of ourselves. What about you? Has there ever been a time in your life in which you thought down on yourself? or You felt as if you think too little of yourself, like you can't amount to anything. But how about this? There will be times on the other hand, some of us overestimate ourselves. So what is the key to honesty? The key to honesty and accurate self-evaluations is knowing the basis of our self worth Our identity is in Jesus Christ. Like I said on the last podcast, you're not identified by whom you say you are, what the world says you are, what people say that you are. You're identified by whom God says that you are. And it is so important to be yourself it is important to be yourself in fact paul would tell timothy in 1 timothy chapter 4 beginning in verse 12 he says don't let anyone think less of you because you are young instead being an example to all believers in what you say in the way you live in your love in your faith and also in your purity so in other words you got to set the right example Set the example in what you say, first off. What is your speech? Is there any foul, perverse language that is coming out? Or do you speak words of edification, words of blessing, words of comfort, words of hope, and words of help? So you guys set the example when it comes to your speech pattern. And then, the next one, in the way you live. What is your lifestyle like? Are you living according to godly standards or are you living according to worldly standards? How are you behaving in your lifestyle? Are you behaving like the world? Are you behaving how God created you to be? And also in your love. Are you loving others or are you just loving yourself? You see, the most important thing we have to remember is we have to learn to love God and love people. In fact, Jesus himself says, the first commandment is this. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. When Jesus quoted that to the Pharisees, he was actually quoting it from Deuteronomy chapter six. Deuteronomy chapter six, verse one through six has been known as the great Shema, Shema or Israel in the Hebrew language. In fact, in Israel today, In the city of Jerusalem, in the Jewish synagogue service, they would actually pray that prayer before they start their service. You see, the first thing that they would do is they would have prayers both private and public within the Jewish synagogue. Then there was the reading of the Shema, the reciting of the Shema, in which they acknowledge God as number one in their heart and life and that they are to love him and nothing else. And Jesus says that's the first and great commandment, but the second is like to it. Love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commands, to love God with all your heart and soul and mind and to love your neighbor as yourself, hang or hinges all the law and the prophets. Now look, it's not the 371 laws or the 613 commandments that people have found throughout the Old Testament. It simply narrows it down to this. Do you really love God with all your heart and soul and mind? And do you love others as yourself? You see, Jesus wants us to understand the real, true religion, if you will. of The Old Testament is a heart religion. It's not about externals, rituals, or routines, or religion. It's that God wants to change your heart. To make you like himself. There needs to be a spiritual transformation that takes place within the heart so that you can love God with all your heart and soul and mind. And then the evidence of that is that you love your neighbor as yourself. Now, you all have a lot of people, especially Christians, who say, Oh, I love God, but I don't like this person. I can't stand this or that person. But Jesus was telling us how you really treat others is what you really, really believe about God. And the Pharisees knew where he was hitting home with. So you got to learn. Do you have a love for God and for your fellow neighbor? Or are you just focusing on you? Your little I empire. Me, me, me. I, I, I. And then set an example in your faith. Are you bold about your faith? Are you eager to share your faith with others? Are you taking a stand for Jesus Christ? Are you letting your light shine so that others can see Christ within you? Your faith. Are you bold about your faith? Are you ashamed to speak the gospel to others, or are you going to go forth with power and authority to let everyone know, hey, Jesus Christ changed my life, and let me introduce you to him, and I'm sure he can change your life. And then, your purity. Now, I get it. Now, this is a tough one. Purity, which means staying pure before the Lord, physically and spiritually. Not allowing nothing impure and unholy to enter into your heart and life and thoughts. And also to in the physical sense, not having sex before marriage or outside of marriage. Sleeping around wherever you want or getting involved in sexual immoral lifestyle. Okay? So you got to set the right example. Now I get it. Many people are like, oh, this is the 21st century. You can do whatever you want. No, 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 no. First off, you're breaking God's commandments. You're violating his standards. And plus two, you will also bring not only hurt to yourself and pain to the ones that you're doing the hurt to, but also you're hurting God himself. In Colossians chapter three, Colossians chapter three, I'm telling you, Paul, Paul wrote some heavy, heavy, heavy stuff when writing these epistles. Paul would encourage us in Colossians chapter three, beginning verse 10. He says and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created in him so we are to put on the new man instead of our old nature but before that we have to get rid of some things in colossians chapter 3 and verse 8 we have to put away anger wrath malice blasphemy filthy language out of our mouths and how we are to lie to another but to be honest that's what we're instructed to do, in order to have the new man, some of our things from our old self and our old man and our old nature needs to die. You see, evaluating yourself by worldly standards of success and achievement can cause you to think too much about your worth in the eyes of others. Remember, everyone has be created in the image and likeness of God, and when we see other people as a child of God first, it changes everything. You see, in Ephesians 2 and verse 10, Paul would tell the church at Ephesus to look at themselves as creating God's image. He says, For we are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we shall walk in them. And also too, in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 24, would encourage the church at ephesus to put on the new man which was created according to god in true righteousness and in true holiness amen amen so as you go about the rest of your day remember we got to see other people as a child of god first you see it changes everything so what we gotta learn to do is that we gotta learn not to label anybody but sit down get to know more about them and also too we gotta learn to set the right example so that others can follow in other words we have to imitate christ because paul was saying second corinthians 11:1 imitate me as i imitate christ amen Amen. Well, I hope this podcast has blessed your heart and soul and mind. Tune in for next time as we continue to share the Word of God and tackle teen issues and applying biblical truth to everyday life. This is Pastor DeQuan McKnight saying, see you next time. Bye bye.